0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Place your spirits in the upright position. We are cleared for takeoff. 10, 9,
1: 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3,
0: 2, 1, fire! And now here's your launch pad flight directors. Pastors Nevin and Dina Hirschberger of Church for the Nations, Payson.
1: Good morning. I'm Pastor Nevin. I'm your host this morning on the Launchpad. I'm here with my other half, my better half, Pastor Dina. Good morning, Rim Country. And we're so excited that you've decided to join us this morning and, and be part of the Launchpad. The Launchpad is here for you. Mm-hmm. We are um, a radio show that is based for the foundational truths to help you launch into your destiny of what God has created you for. So That's we're super right. excited you're here this morning. And we're going to continue our series from the last couple of weeks of passion and the passion for pursuing God. Mm-hmm. And um, just a recap real quick, we've been talking about living from passion and not performance and obligation. We want to do things out of our spirit, out of a happiness, out of a joy that comes from us and and not out of, oh, I don't want to do this or I can't stand doing this or whatever. I don't want to do this today. But come from a fresh perspective that's
2: right and our first time that we talked with you about passion we covered that god is in a good mood god is always good everything god does is good god wants you to experience him and so and the second one that we did was passion is expressed in hunger and thirst and hunger and thirst attracts heaven and passion is expressed in intimacy and fruitfulness flows from intimacy
1: That's right. And so today, we want to continue this passion for pursuing God, and we're going to talk about serving God with passion or from passion. The definition of serving is carrying out God's will as a partner with Him by using our gifts and our talents. See, so many times we feel that God is is the boss man, and we're just a little slave. But we're going to talk today Mm -hmm. about He wants to partner with us. He created us to do his work to be his hands and feet here on the earth, and so mm-hmm. we 're partners we 're more than more than just uh, employees that
2: 's right, typically when we think of serving God, we think we have to do something for God out of obligation for what he did for us, and we all know that Jesus died for us, he bought us, and now we 're his That's slaves right. that 's the typical mindset of of a believer but there's a big difference when you start looking at this between being a slave by compulsion and then being a willing bond servant right. as Paul talks about in the different scriptures and as a bond servant slave he was a valuable asset to God to the kingdom contributing to the master's house as a almost as a business partner that's right one of the first points we just want to bring out here is god wants us to serve him out of passion and sacrifice. So wow, that sounds,
1: Nevin. <laughs> that sounds really negative. Like I do I want do I want to serve someone that I have to give up all this stuff? That sounds really hard <laughs> and difficult. Like uh I wanna I wanna bring it more to the to the listener out here in the rim country that this is while it is the word sacrifice we hope to bring to you a sense of the meaning that is something that we want to do out of our own passion. Yeah,
2: I would call it almost a fresh perspective on sacrifice. So so stay with us for just a moment here. We're (laughs) going to dive into this sacrifice thing. But Matthew 4.19 says, And Jesus said, Come and follow, serve me, and I will make you fishers of men. See, those who became Jesus' disciples left family, left homes, left businesses, and followed him. Um, and I think we can talk about the sacrifice. See, sacrifice only does what is required, right. but passion has no limits. That's
1: right. See, they followed him out of passion, and they had the opportunity to change the world, because they were passionate about Jesus. They were. It wasn't a big deal for them to do this. Right. And so when we do things out of Passion, we do it out of a sense that we want to. Yes. We desire to. Right. Because of who we are serving, then our service becomes passionate and right. not, not a negative, uh, beat, uh, browbeaten sacrifice, but exactly. more out of what more can I do? What more can I do?
2: So here's. Here is the big difference between serving God out of sacrifice and serving God from passion. Those who work out of sacrifice for a right. paycheck do only what is required. Right. They never go beyond and above. They it, it's just the paycheck. But those who work out of passion for love go far beyond what is required.
1: Right. And that's let me just interject here. I want I want to use and brag on on my beautiful wife here. She works for an organization here in Payson, and it is a non nonprofit organization and So when you work for and you serve in that capacity she is she works as a as a paid employee however because of the type of organization mm-hmm. it is the payment isn't like a large sum of money right. so you have to be passionate about right. who you're serving and and she works for with kids and she's passionate about seeing lives transformed, mm-hmm. seeing kids raised to come to the knowledge of who they are and so with this passion it supersedes and overrides whatever right. paycheck she gets right,
2: like my brain never on, on a side note on that, my brain never stops working along those lines, I'm always thinking about better ways we can do things how we can reach the kids better how we can teach them better how we can educate them better and so the time limit is limitless in my thought process in that and so what looks like sacrifice probably to the observer, like what are you doing, right. is often expressed as passion to that other person serving.
1: So it's a lot like a parent that has mm. a child with disabilities. Yeah. Uh, you, you look at the sacrifice that they've given to this child, but to the parents, it is labor of love. It's a labor of, of right. their passion. So they don't look at it as, I've lost so much. They look at it how much they've gained by what they've put poured into this child or poured into their loved one.
2: Right, and that's another example of let's talk about the athlete who is training, who is training for the Olympics or or my son is in sports in middle school and I mean he just runs and runs and runs. You, you know, they push themselves yeah. to the limit out of passion for that end prize, for that win, for that gold, whatever they're passionate about. And so I hope that in this first segment that we've been talking about that you guys can really understand the difference between passion and and sacrifice.
1: Or passionate sacrifice. Is a better way to put it because we are required, according to the word, to sacrifice. Yeah. We you know, following Christ and following His footsteps, he was all about sacrifice. And we'll talk about Mm -hmm. that a little bit later on in our, Mm -hmm. in our, what we're talking about today. If we can look at what Jesus is requiring from us as being something that we passionately desire to do because Mm -hmm. of, because of the continual blessings that we receive from that, it changes the whole dynamic because Mm -hmm. too many people stay away from the church, stay away from God because they think it's too much all required all are going to have it's to all give. this work it's all this all this sacrifice negatively that i'm going to have to give all this stuff up and they don't understand that as you walk with god he walks with you right where you're at mm-hmm. so as you walk with god all of a sudden, it's no longer a have to, it's a mm-hmm, want to. Mm-hmm,
2: absolutely. And so, Pastor Nevin, we, we say this on the launch pad a lot as we come out of this first segment this morning, but how can the listener in Rim Country get a hold of us for prayer requests, uh, maybe topic ideas? What's the email that they can um, reach us at?
1: Yes, we're pastors of the Church for the Nations here in Payson, and you can always contact us through the church. Our website is Mm cftnpason.com, and we do archive Launchpad on the website, as well as they're on iTunes now, if you subscribe to our iTunes podcast. Mm -hmm. But our particular email for this show is launchpad at cftnpason.com, and we want you to know that this is your show as much as it is ours, and that this show... Uh, is all about helping you and defining you and your destiny so if you have prayer requests if you have show ideas maybe you have a question and you would like us to talk about here on the show feel free to email us at launchpad at cftnpason.com we're going to take a short break we'll be back in just a minute Hi, this is Pastor Nevin with the Launchpad. Each week we'd like to showcase a kingdom business here in the Rim Country. And today I'd like to showcase Mike's Fish and Chips. It's an amazing restaurant, it's an amazing fish. Go visit Mike's Fish and Chips at 516 South B Lane Highway. You'll be glad you did. And say hi to Mike and Marcia as well. Amazing people and amazing employees. Mike's Fish and Chips.
0: Be lifted high. Get ready to take off. We return to the launch pad. Here's your hosts, Pastors Nevin and Dina Hirschberger of Church for the Nations Payson.
1: Well, welcome back to the launch pad. I'm Pastor Nevin. I'm your host this morning with my co-host, Pastor Dina. Good morning. And we are so excited that you've decided to join us. And we have been talking about passion in pursuit of God. And then also, as a subtitle, we've been talking about passion and sacrifice Mm -hmm. and how we serve God.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so this morning, the second point we're going to dive into is vision. Mm. Vision provides the motivation for us to serve God with passion. If we have right. a vision, if God drops something in your spirit and you have something to go after, mm-hmm. it gives you a passion. For instance, my wife and I were pastors of, of Church for the Nations here in Payson. And our passion is to see lives transformed mm-hmm. and watch people transformed and become all that they can be in their destiny for God. Right. And so that's a vision. Right. The vision that God has given us is right. to see this happen. In people.
2: Right. It's not always an easy vision because there's there's ups and downs. Some people flourish, some people don't. And so it in Hebrews twelve two it says, For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. Yeah. So some some weeks are like, Wow, testimony after testimony of awesome, and then the next week it's like the enemy just throws all these things at you and tries to still and tries to come against yeah. the very passion that you have. But I would say the testimonies far outweigh Oh yeah. And and when you think about what Jesus had had to go through for you and I, there had to be some serious passion I, behind that vision.
1: And we talked about that a little bit in the last segment. I said we'd touch on it later on, but Um, that verse for the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. If we think, if any of you have seen the passion of the Christ, Mm. uh, the movie that was a number of years ago about, that Mel Gibson did about the crucifixion, that was only a kernel of the, of the abuse and the utter devastation Jesus actually received going to the cross. And when we see that he had joy going into (laughs) this, you're like, how is that possible? But Jesus, even though he knew it was so costly for him and he was going to be tore up. He's going to get, he's going to get murdered, um, on our behalf. He went in joy because of the restoration. He loved you and I so much that he saw that as his vision. His vision was, wow, I want to be restored mm-hmm. to these people. I want to be restored to humanity. I want to be their restoration. i want to be their savior. So I'm going to go all the way. Yeah. And what was required of him was ultimate, the ultimate death. Now, we know that he resurrected from the dead. But what I'm saying is, is he went into this. He was human. Yeah. And he says he was all God and all human, but he did not tap into his deity. So he was human. So think about it, listener here in the Rim Country. Mm. If you were asked to go the distance, knowing that, is there something you are so passionate about that you're willing to die for?
2: Right. And just stop and think for just a moment Jesus had you as a vision to bring restoration back to himself. That's right. That should change your life just, just hearing that, that someone actually would go through what he went through just for you, just for me. And when people find something to live for, meaning passion, they find something they're willing to die for. That's right. Also meaning passion. Um, and so when we have a vision serving God, is a get-to, right? not a I have to do this, right. which the have-to is a sacrifice. The get-to is the passion. Yeah.
1: So we know that Jesus is the only way. He is the mm-hmm. way, the truth, and the life. And so you have to accept what Jesus did for you mm. and be saved. But after the have-to, after that initial have-to, because there is yeah, only one way, good. but once that have-to happens, then everything else becomes a get, a get to. to. <laughs> yeah, we get to because we've made that decision right. to follow so Christ. So you
2: don't have to pray you get to pray that's right you don't have to serve you get to serve you don't have to love you actually get to love you don't you don't have to partner with heaven you get to that's partner right. with heaven and right. all that he's doing and
1: as you go into it deeper and deeper, the natural life as what we because we're spirit soul and body there's three of us mm. we're, we're we're a three part being right and so the spirit part of us um we get to the deeper we get the deeper we dive into god the deeper we dive into jesus we really do have a sense in our spirit that we get to move right with god
2: and actually god is looking for lovers yeah and workers see i think many people have this this idea that the church is just work 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 but actually it's love 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 that's right and and work just kind of I kind of just think it comes easy because of the passion you carry for it. Matthew 22:37 says, "Love the Lord your God with all your with all your heart, soul, and mind." Matthew 9:37 to 38 says, "God is looking for laborers, workers in the harvest field, meaning the world." So obviously, God wants us to do his work and will on earth. And when we think about that, and all he did for us to reconcile us back to him, isn't it easy to think, yeah, I can do this for a man who laid down his life for me? But our work is to be done out of and from love, not for love. So, Pastor Nevin, can you explain that? So, we need to honor those among us as workers and, and lovers, but when our work is done from a place of love. Why don't you explain that to our listener? Well We've been
1: talking about that a little bit this morning already, but when we do stuff out of love, if we mm. do the work out of love, then it no longer seems like work. It doesn't feel like work to us. You just said that yeah. as, as much as an employee works for the paycheck, but someone that's a partner, yes, they get paid, but they do so much more because it is a labor of love. It's something yeah. that it's, it's in them. It's a passion they have. It's a vision they have. and, you know, we know that the disciples sat in intimacy, waiting in the upper room. They were waiting for something to happen. Yeah. They knew that there was something going to happen, but they didn't know. They just knew that something was going to happen. So here they are, and you could feel the vibrations of passion in the room. Right. And they're like, oh, this is going to be good, but what is it? You know, right. And so their passion really pulled on heaven. They had faith meaning it's the substance of things hoped for. They had faith, they knew it was going to happen, it was going to come, but they didn't know what it was, but they Mm -hmm. were pulling. And so that desire and that passion pulled on heaven. And so when we're passionate about something, when there's something that's deep in our heart that we want to do Mm -hmm. and God has put it there, then we really literally pull from heaven Mm -hmm. what God has destined us for.
2: Right, and when we think about that, you know, that sounds like a lot of work, but we're going to dive into fruitfulness comes from rest. Uh, Matthew 11:28 says, Come to me, and I will give you rest. You know, what does God's rest look like? Uh, no performance to get acceptance. No more striving right. to earn God's love. That's right. You know, as world changers and history makers, that's how we become fruitful in the kingdom. John 15:5 says, If anyone remains... Rest in me and I remain rest in him. He will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing.
1: So when we return after this break, mm. we're going to dive deeper into that point of that kingdom fruitfulness comes with rest. Yes. So we hope you join us and we'll be right back.
0: Sunday on KMOG. Join Pace and Jason for vinyl gold your favorite country gold on vinyl from 7 to 9 a.m., followed by Focus on Faith 9 to 10, inspirational country music, and Launchpad 9 to 9.30, bringing you an inspirational message from Pastors Nevin and Dina Hirschberger of Church for the Nations, Payson. Sunday morning gold vinyl, the good word, and good times on KMOG, The Ranch.
1: Be lifted high.
0: Get ready to take off. We return to the launch pad. Here's your hosts, Pastors Nevin and Dina Hirschberger of Church for the Nations Payson.
2: Welcome back to the launch pad. We're going to continue diving into this topic of pursuing passion and serving God from passion instead of sacrifice. In the last segment, we talked about kingdom fruitfulness comes from rest, and we're going to continue down that yeah. road.
1: One thing we find in most religion and churches and what really turns people off from becoming a Christian or mm-hmm. to change, you know, to change your life is this idea that I'm going to be striving. I got to continually try really hard to do good. Mm-hmm. I got to contri- continually try to not sin right. and not do this and not do that. And so you think, wow, that just sounds like Way too much much work. work. It doesn't sound like much fun and it doesn't, it doesn't sound like, but it sounds like way too much work. And I want to tell the listener that whenever striving is involved, man's striving in the kingdom really produces artificial fruit.
2: Right. And no one likes to, to eat artificial fruit. And a lot
1: of the original for many years past, the evangelistic tool is to scare you out of hell Mm -hmm. so basically my tool would be to tell you that you're going to hell if you keep doing this and if you want to go to heaven here's some fire insurance come in and accept jesus christ (laughs) and people would come to the altar for fear of hell and i've heard it said that how you come to christ is how you have to maintain your christian life so Mm -hmm. if you come to christ out of fear then you have to maintain your continual christian life out of fear Mm -hmm. out of fear of god out of well, we need to fear the holy fear, but out of fear of the big guy upstairs is going to squish Afraid. me like an ant. Yeah. yeah. So, so that kind of went off, off subject a little bit, but I wanted to really bring out that it's not about striving.
2: Right. And Our, people are attracted to actually real fruit. That's
1: right. That's right. It's not artificial fruit. I mean, if we, we want to have real fruit mm-hmm. and that's something that Pastor Dean and I are passionate about as well. We're passionate about being real, being transparent and really truly loving. Mm. And not fake, because people know fake.
2: Oh, yeah. They can see it a mile away. And, you know, really when we think about this rest thing, God made a way to us to enter into his right. rest. Genesis 2, 2-3 two says, God rested after creating what he had intended in chapter 1. See, there's no mention of a period of night and day That's right. on the seventh day as in the first six days, signifying that God never stopped resting.
1: He just worked through it.
2: Evidently. because <laughs> thats rest. I mean, through rest. And John 19.30 says it is finished. So just as God completed the work of creating the world, Jesus has completed the work right. of salvation, a new creation. We know 2 Corinthians 5.17 says if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation.
1: There is absolutely no work left to be done. Everything is finished and you'll hear a lot of grace coming from the launch pad in that because of the sacrifice set before him, he went with joy to do that because he wanted to redeem you and I. And so it is finished. He's going to meet you where you're at, wherever you're at in your life. No matter how bad you think you are, Jesus is standing right next to you saying, you can do it. I created you to be an amazing person. You are so good. God has created you for a huge destiny. Now, come on, pick it up and go. He He is there as your biggest cheerleader, not as a disciplinarian.
2: Right. Everything you were saying there. So basically, He worked. That's right. So that we wouldn't have to earn our acceptance and salvation. It we is just finished. It is finished. We just get to receive what He's done for us, and we can enter into God's rest because of the work of the salvation that Jesus actually completed. That's right.
1: That's really what. At the heart of it, what we're all about. Mm. We want you, Joe Payson and Jane Payson, we want you to understand that it is finished. God has completely Mm. taken care of your life and all your sins. You know, it says that he died for all of our sins, past, present, and future. So everything that you think you've done in your past Mm. that is unforgivable, he took care of it already 2000 years ago.
2: Right. Just think of your life as being a seed. You're a seed, an apple seed. Let's use an apple seed. But I want you to think of you being the seed in this context. See, a seed, can it strive to become a tree? Can it strive to have fruit? Yeah. No. The answer's no. And so, no, it has to do nothing. So right. the sower plants the seed in the soil, it hangs out there, it rests there. So visualize yourself hanging out in that place of rest and intimacy with the Father. As it hangs out in the soil, as you're hanging out in the soil of God's presence and intimacy and relationship, it lies there soaking and That's drinking. Right. And after the process, because we're all in process, after the process, we become... This fruitful being for the father and just like an apple seed becomes a tree. And so you can't get fruit before you get planted. You can't get fruit before you're actually a tree. So don't forsake the process. That's right. We're all a work in process. We're all getting this new creation. This new creation. Yes, it happens as soon as we receive Jesus, but we're all a work in process. And so I just feel like there's an impartation for our listeners this morning. And at Jesus' baptism, the Father said, this is my son, identity, in whom I love security, with whom I am well pleased, acceptance. Jesus worked out of acceptance. So this is how he modeled partnering with the Father to bring the kingdom to earth. So the impartation this morning is you can find your identity in jesus you can find your security in jesus you can find your acceptance in jesus yes. and so i just release that that you're like a seed planted in the ground and you can just rest there you can just soak there read the word worship because you are accepted
1: i release over you the confidence to partner with the son mm. You are the son and daughter of God just as much as Jesus was the son of God. Yes, And so I release over you the confidence to know that you are a partner to Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. and that how you accomplish things is through his rest and through the opportunity to know that, hey, it's all taken care of. Yes, By that rest, by that knowledge that it's all taken care of, we can work and be passionate about what we do.
2: Right. And I just speak for all of those who have been in the performance mindset. There's no more performance required. There's no more striving required. There's no more works to gain God's acceptance. You were already accepted 2,000 years ago. You just got to receive what he's done for you. That's
1: right. So we just hope you had a fresh revelation of Pursuit with Passion and Serving God this morning. Mm-hmm. We thank you for joining us here at the Launchpad. We've loved having you, and we want to invite you back next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about your identity. We want to invite you back next week. We're going to be talking about identity, and this is a really powerful segment. If you've been walking your life not quite understanding where you fit and who you are, mm-hmm. this is a good opportunity for you to listen and really receive yeah and (laughs) launch into what god has created you because identity is a huge part jesus knew who he was and when you realize who you are Mm -hmm. you can then step up and step out so this morning i also want to invite you to come out and join us at cftm payson we are located at 901 southwesterly road in payson arizona and we would love to see you the family of god is there and we are there with open arms Waiting for you. So I just want to remind you that it starts at 10 a.m. It's our CFTN Sunday morning experience. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see you there. We are better better together.
2: together.